the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The White House optimistic about inflation. Things are getting better for American workers. Higher wages, better benefits, more flexible schedules. Balance sheets for American families are better as well. A Wisconsin community trying to heal. We're trembling and in shock. It was a nightmare. It was um, something that, you know, every time I close my eyes, I see. It's horrific. It really is. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast, your first look at today's top stories for Tuesday, November 23rd. I'm Eric Cudd. President Biden announced Jerome Powell has earned a nomination for a second term as chairman of the Federal Reserve. When our country was hemorrhaging jobs last year and there was panic in our financial markets, Jay's steady and decisive leadership helped to stabilize markets and put our economy on track to a robust recovery. At this moment, both of a both enormous potential and enormous uncertainty for our economy, we need stability and independence at the Federal Reserve. Jay has proven the independence that I value in the federal chair, in the, in the Fed chair. In the last administration, he stood up to unprecedented political interference, and in doing so, successfully maintained the integrity and credibility of this his institution. It's just one of the many reasons why Jay has support from across the political spectrum. Powell says the reopening of the economy and the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic have led to high inflation. We know that high inflation takes a toll on families, especially those less able to meet the higher costs of essentials like food, housing and transportation. We will use our tools both to support the economy and a strong labor market and to prevent higher inflation from becoming entrenched. Those high prices will affect many Americans to the grocery store this year preparing for Thanksgiving. (laughs) The American Farm Bureau estimates a Thanksgiving feast for 10 will be about $53 this year, up 14% from last year. Butterball CEO Jay Jandrin says labor, transport, and feed costs all soared and remain elevated. The inflation's real. Everybody is seeing it. Everybody is feeling it. Jandrin says labor shortages led to processing delays. And while the turkeys waited, they grew bigger. That's why we're seeing larger turkeys in the marketplace and why you're hearing that there are fewer small turkeys, but there's Certainly plenty of turkeys are just larger. Chandran says there will be about the same number of whole turkeys this year as last year. I'm Mike Hempen. Consumer goods and gas prices are climbing and the housing market is booming. Sales of existing homes are up and so is the typical price of a house. Last month, the average home price jumped to almost $354,000, a 13.1% increase from last October. Existing home sales were up eight-tenths of a percent from September. That's according to the National Association of Realtors. Chief Economist Lawrence Yoon says the housing market remains strong He credits job growth, a stock market at all-time highs, and low mortgage rates. I'm Rita Foley. Meanwhile, the first family joined troops for a Thanksgiving meal outside Fayetteville, North Carolina. Daybreak Insider's Greg Cluxton with the president at Fort Bragg. Kicking off Thanksgiving week, the president and first lady spread some holiday cheer here in North Carolina 
Inside a large hangar, they thanked the troops and their families for their service to the country. Then the first couple donned navy blue aprons with the presidential seal and served mashed potatoes and stuffing in the buffet line. Fort Bragg is home to the Army's 18th Airborne Corps and the Army's Special Operations Command. In audio from Court TV, attorneys in the Ahmaud Aubrey murder trial gave closing arguments Monday in Brunswick, Georgia. Here's defense attorney Jason Sheffield. Duty and responsibility and following the law will always be intertwined with heartache and tragedy. Prosecutor Linda Delikoski says the three white men charged in killing Aubrey had no cause to make a citizen's arrest. All three of these defendants made assumptions. Made assumptions about what was going on that day, and they made their decision to attack Ahmaud Arbery in their driveways because he was a black man running down the street. Prosecution argues the three defendants were the aggressors. Mr. Arbery was under attack. They committed four felonies against him, and those are the four felonies in the indictment. Then they shot and killed him, not because he was a threat to them, but because he wouldn't stop and talk to them. And they were going to make him, absolutely make him stop. They can't claim self-defense under the law because they were the initial unjustified aggressors, and they started this. And they were committing the felonies against Ahmaud Arbery. Investigation is still ongoing as five are dead, close to 50 injured after a man drove his SUV into a crowd at a Christmas parade in a Milwaukee suburb last weekend. A 39-year-old man is in jail facing intentional homicide charges after leaving the site of a domestic disturbance before police arrived and barreling into a parade underway Sunday in Waukesha, Wisconsin. And this from ABC7 Chicago, Police Chief Dan Thompson says officers were not chasing Daryl Brooks Jr. despite his allegedly being involved in the dispute just minutes earlier. There's no pursuit that led up to this incident. This is not a terrorist event. Four of the five killed are women, 52 to 78 years old, the other an 81-year-old man. Nearly half of the 48 people injured are children. Dr. Michael Meyer, head of pediatric intensive care at Wisconsin Children's Hospital in Milwaukee, says most of the nine in critical condition are also children. We have six patients who we list in critical condition. I'm Tim McGuire. During a vigil Monday night, Fire Chief Steve Howard says the community has rallied in response. We do have a lot to be thankful. I'm very thankful for the people that stepped up, um, set aside maybe their family to come forward and treat the, uh, treat the wounded. The efforts of our police department, uh, firefighters, EMS, um, the partnerships that we have with Many uh, surrounding communities, both police and fire, um, really brought out the best in people. Correspondent Mike Gracia says the families of a Florida school massacre have reached a settlement with federal authorities. Sixteen of the 17 families of those killed in the 2018 massacre at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, have settled their lawsuit against the federal government. The families sued over the FBI's failure to investigate a tip received about a month before the massacre, saying former Stoneman Douglas student Nicholas Cruz had bought guns and planned to slip into a school and start shooting the place up. A person 
unfamiliar with the deal, said the government will pay the families $127.5 million overall. The 17th family chose not to sue. Cruz, who's now 23, pleaded guilty last month to 17 counts of first-degree murder. Daybreak Insider's Andrew Stewart says gunmakers have asked a federal court in Massachusetts to dismiss a lawsuit filed by the government of Mexico. Mexican officials argue U.S. gunmakers and distributors fueled violence in Mexico through their negligent and illegal commercial practices. But gunmaker Beretta USA contends there's no basis for the court to exercise jurisdiction over Beretta in this case. The Mexican government says gun companies know their practices contribute to the trafficking of weapons to Mexico and facilitate it. The panel investigating the January 6th riot at the nation's capital have issued some famous name subpoenas. The House Select Committee has issued subpoenas to five more individuals, including Roger Stone, an ally of former President Donald Trump, and conspiracy theorist Alex Jones. The subpoenas demand documents and testimony from Stone, Jones, and three people accused of organizing and promoting the two rallies that took place January 6th in the nation's capital. Representative Benny Thompson, the Democratic chair of the panel, said we need to know who organized, planned, paid for, and received funds related to those events. The committee also wants to know what communications organizers had with officials in the White House and Congress. Mike Gracia, Washington. Daybreak Insider's Jason Walker says if you misbehave the next time you fly, be prepared to pay. The FAA is proposing more than $160,000 in fines against eight airline passengers over incidents involving alcohol. Officials say the biggest single fine tops $40,000 for one passenger who brought booze onto the plane and drank it, smoked pot in the lavatory, and sexually assaulted a flight attendant. The fines represent the latest salvo in the FAA's attempt to crack down on unruly passengers. And finally, it's an unbelievable case of mistaken identity. A homeless man who ended up in a mental institution for more than two years because of mistaken identity is suing the state of Hawaii and various police officers, public defenders, and doctors. Joshua Spreesterbach's attorneys say officials haven't responded to a petition seeking to correct his record so he cannot be mistaken for another man ever again. The suit says Priesterbach maintained he wasn't the man who was wanted on a warrant, but he ended up in the Hawaii State Hospital where he says he was forced to take psychiatric drugs. Jason Walker reporting. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider Podcast at Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at srnnews.com and townhall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. I'm Eric Cudd. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.